Coach Huff. Wanted to ask about about Roger and just you know he had a, a tough matchup last week going against yeah. one of the top sack guys in the country and something like came out very well. How did you see him play in that game and what has his consistency been like coming through this season? Yeah, Roger's been really consistent all season. He's a he's a real competitor and um, you know how he played on Saturday doesn't wasn't really a shock to me by any stretch. Are you videoing? No. Don't, because I got to dip in. I'm taking a picture of you. I'm going to get you a new hat. Oh, God. I'm going to go to Simply Seattle and get you a new hat. <laughs> you know, before we went to Adidas, I had my Nike hat, hat, and they made me trade it in. That thing is gross. I'm going to get you a new one. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, but he's been super consistent. It didn't surprise me at all. You know, he the, the 83, he lined up all over bull tackles at times. Okay. Like, they kind of rotated series. But yeah. uh, <clears throat> none of that surprised me. I mean, the guys did a good job. They... Uh, you know, they, they threw a lot at us actually on Saturday, and uh, that's a, one of obviously the traditionally the best defenses in the in the conference. And they, and so uh, I was proud of the way the guys played, but I wouldn't say that it was a surprise to me because uh, Roger's been really really consistent for us. You knew that this tackle core coming in like had proven itself already in terms of Troy and Roger and that group, and it's hard to gauge when it's not a receiver with stats or a quarterback with stats, but like. Have they been, you know, have they taken further strides, you know, as opposed to last season? How, where have you seen both of those guys continue to grow? Yeah, I, I think Troy, um, we really work hard on his balance um, because he is so athletic. He can get, he can get a, you know, pass blocking is a very unique deal, right? And so you got to, you're trying to get out with speed, but yet you got to control your body. And so he's, that was an area that we've really worked hard on, uh, or I should say he's worked hard on. And I feel like he's done a really good job. Roger, um, his, his, probably been a little bit more natural starting out, uh, just in terms of just kind of, I don't know if it was just the way it was coached in high school or whatever. Both of them came from good programs, but, but, um, Roger probably was a little bit more natural with some of that stuff, uh, but both guys have been playing at a really high level. And you know, for us to drop back as much as we do, and uh, you have to be good at that position. And you know, those guys are helping uh, allow us to do that. With that Troy play a couple of weeks ago, where the helmet pops off and everything, like, is it hard to tell a football player not to play football? He also seems like someone who brings a lot of passion yeah, to the game. Like, how do you even go about like coaching that? Well, up? that is, you know, something that we we talk about in fall camp, and then all of a sudden, you know, a guy's helmet comes off. That play in particular was a, is a little interesting because Troy's actually pulling on the play. Mm. He gets his helmet ripped off. I mean, it's just as you know, he's three hundred and twenty yeah. pound, you know, and and so he just he's he's kind of. You know, pulling like he's supposed to, his helmet comes off, and then all of a sudden, here comes all the traffic. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, is he wrong for doing what he did by the rule? Yeah, but like, what what else are you gonna do? So, um, I thought it was a you know, it was a tough situation to be in. I understand why the referees threw the flag, but um, I think he was protecting himself more than he was anything. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's right in the thick of the play, so it's a bummer too because that was a nice touchdown run. Yeah. I think we ended up scoring that drive, right? Is that when Mike rolled yeah, out and threw it to Devin? Thing, yeah. yeah, so that was huge for us, obviously, overcome that penalty, especially in the red zone there. But, uh, yeah, tough call. Tough call for sure. Uh, I think, yeah. I mean, if, if there wasn't a rule about not playing, uh, I can pretty much guarantee any one of our guys, their helmet rips off. They're not. They're, they're going to keep going. Yeah. You know, um, so it's definitely not natural to try to stop in the middle of a play. Gotcha. With your guys as a group, I mean, the USC performance on the ground and then another impressive performance. Do you feel like you've found something in the last couple of weeks? I know it's kind of cliche to say that, but but is there something you can point to where you feel like you've found some momentum there or, or anything in particular? I would just say the guys, you know, confidence, right? And confidence comes from preparation. Uh, we certainly stress the importance of practice. I think the guys have been practicing at a higher level, and I think you're seeing that on Saturday. Uh, but there's just it's just confidence – 
with with everybody, right? Like I think the receivers, you know, they're so important that you know nobody thinks about that, but the receivers are super important in, in the run game, and they've done a great job. Um, obviously, the back and this track and what he's looking at, it just, it just it takes everybody, right? It might be Mike getting us or Grub getting us into a different play, or the right look. So like, it's just it's just a lot of things. I think we've been you know executing at a little bit of a higher level. Uh, but I think it all starts with practice, and, uh, and you know, and then and then we've had the opportunity to run the ball too, you know, which is which has been good. So um, I like, you know, I like the direction we're headed. We're you know we we got to continue get better. Um, we got a huge game this week, and so um, every group's every uh, game's a little bit different, but um, you know we're, we're working hard to try to stay consistent there. Coach Brown. Coach, uh, just kind of talk to me about the progress of uh, your your group here over the last few few weeks, uh, especially going up against USC. Yeah, I think I think they're coming along. You know, obviously we went against USC and it was it was three corners out there at all times to handle the speed and stuff they had, and we obviously had some safeties down. So they've been working hard. I think we got a few guys that can play a few different spots. They played a few different spots, um, and so for us, it's just figuring out the guys that we have and coming up with a plan, and then the kids are going out and execute. So. I'm pleased with them. They've been preparing. They've been working and got to keep putting their best foot forward. Second half last week, you guys came out and shut out uh, Utah after giving up a few big plays uh, and things like that. Were those just busted coverages? Were they just guys making one guy making a mistake? What was the situation with the first? I think I think we just got on our heels, and that's the thing we told them at halftime. If you saw how fast we started, they started the game fast. It was two, three and outs, and then literally we went through a nine-play sequence where we gave up three touchdowns in nine plays. And so it was just being able to reel them in, get them, get them calmed down, and really going out there and execute at a high level. And so we challenged them at halftime, and they were able to respond, and we were able to get some crucial stops. Oregon State pre- presents a lot of speed, not necessarily a lot of size. So with you guys, you know, you have, you have some smaller guys in, in uh, Jabbar and things like that, that but just kind of talk about what it's like to cover what Oregon State's going to throw at you guys. Yeah, they got a lot of speed. Those kids have played a lot of football. They make a lot of plays. Their coaches do a tremendous job of putting them in positions to where they can create matchups. And so I think for us, you know, we got to be great with our eyes. We got to be disciplined. We got to understand uh, formation and recognize them. And then, you know, when we do get a chance to get our hands on them, we got to get our hands on them. We have some some bigger body guys, and so I uh, got to be able to get our hands on them and control them uh, at times. And it'll be a hell of a test. Second week in a row, you faced a pretty physical running game, downhill running game too. Um, what is it that the corners uh, and the and the Husky spot have to do to to really get in there and get their run fits? Got to match force with force. You know they're gonna come off the ball. We got to be great with IDing the formation. We got to have our eyes in the right spot, and when it's our turn to get. Involved in the run game, we got to set edges and make tackles. So uh, we worked it all week, um, and so now for us, it's just getting to the game and the guys going out there and play. But they're a hell of an offense. They do a great job coaching them. It'll be a hell of a game. And, and talk, talk about your week of practice. You guys, you guys come out of that last one pretty healthy and feel pretty good about the way you guys are. Practicing. Yeah, yeah, we came through. Everybody's practicing. Uh, it's a tremendous test going down there and play a top ten team in the country. Uh, we understand that. You know, I know they've lost one time there in the last three years, and so they've won a lot. Um, and so I think it'll be a great environment for the kids. It'll be a great test for us, and the guys are looking forward to it. You're extraordinarily high um, yards per completion. Not always the highest completion percentage, but high yards per completion. What, what do you have to do against an offense like that? Stop the big plays. You know, they want to get a lot of chunk yards. They want to let those dudes run the green grass. The quarterback has a huge arm, so they love play action. Just let them run, run, run. And so for us, uh, we got a few things in place to try to control that, and we just got to be good with our eyes. A lot of times you see them, it's just dudes busting coverages or they get your eyes in the wrong spot, and if they get side-by-side with you, I mean, they're gone. The quarterback, I don't know if it's a field he can 
keep it on. I mean, I think he can throw it about 100 yards. He had a completion of 70 yards off his back foot, I show the guys. So he has a tremendous arm. He lets those guys run. So we just got to be great with our eyes and go out and execute. Coach Shepard. Time? You, trade? you looked me up last year. I would definitely trade you. I'll take care of it. <laughs> Tell me about just kind of the process when it comes to guys like this that are looking at your guys. You know, it's it's a year-long process. Um, they want to dig deep into every single detail, every single aspect of these guys' lives to try to find out a reason not to draft them. I mm-hmm. mean, just so we're clear about that. I mean, that's what it's about, and I know that that sounds kind of harsh, but um, at the end of the day, you're investing millions and millions of dollars into these into these young people. And, uh, you know, um, would you give a million dollars to somebody that you didn't know? I don't think anybody else would do that, too. So mm-hmm. you got to find out all the information. So then that way, if you're going to invest in them, you can make sure that you're getting the right type of person involved in your organization. The NFL has changed a lot over the years in terms of the type of people that they're going to have in the program. Gone are the days of, uh, you know, guys out there, especially at my position, who kind of act like clowns and whatnot, you know. And uh, hopefully no one takes that as a, as a as a slight. But, you know, there's some antics and things that some of these guys used to do back in the day that they're not willing to to allow within those organizations anymore. So hmm. they're digging deep and making sure that they're getting the right our type of guy yeah. and our type of guy are Washington receivers. Yeah. How much of it is not just the on the field kind of evaluation but the off the field behind the scenes stuff what kind of kid what kind of man what kind of guy are we getting certainly i mean they're asking about the girlfriends um, they're <laughs> asking about the parents they're asking what are they doing when they leave the facility they're asking what kind of learners these guys are hmm. um is it is it be, is it something where they have to learn it on the field is it something where they need to learn in the in the classroom, how, how do they learn? Can you just throw the playbook at them and let them go ahead, and they'll figure it out? So, uh, how are they with the athletic trainer? How are they in that classroom with with the with professors? How are they with the academic folks? You know, so um, they're diving into everything, and, and and luckily for them, there's a lot of folks in this building uh, who get a chance to put their hands on them. So they're going to confirm some of the information, not just from me, but from other folks like Coach McKeefrey and and uh, our dietitian and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. So mm-hmm. they're going to put in the time, and rightfully so. I mean, the good part about it is, um, rest assured, Husky Nation, you have three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We got a lot of really <laughs> – great young men um on this football team i mean and it, it's just the culture um, it's part of the culture um and so I, I all thanks to coach DeBoer and the culture that he's um bringing here because we're gonna have nfl teams running through here year in and year out the last time we talked to you before a game with a team from oregon you said the ducks had maybe the best pass defense in the history of college football <laughs> how does this oregon state secondary compare to the one that you saw here you guys don't let us forget anything <laughs> <laughs> um oregon state i'll tell you what i mean they were a tough outing last year in, in case anybody forgot okay and let's let's be very clear about this husky nation we are an underdog mm-hmm. okay all right we're an underdog in this game okay so Hey, let's go ahead and put that chip right back on our shoulder, okay, and play with that chip on our shoulder, okay? All right, 
They got a great defense over there that we're going to have to compete against. Their front seven is is dynamic. They do a great job getting after the quarterback. I think they're leading the the pack in, in sacks and whatnot. Um, so they put pressure on it. I heard one coach last week say, hey, how do you stop a passing game is you put pressure on them w- with their front seven. So, hey, we're going to have our work cut out for us, and we do every week. I mean, we're getting the best from every single team that we're going against every week. And yeah. hopefully, you know, when it's all when the dust is settled, uh, we come out victorious. One more for me. Uh, we saw Jalen kind of dip his foot in the pool, right, last yes, Saturday. He did. He is did. it time to jump in this weekend? Uh, certainly, he'll he'll definitely play some more this week. Um, there's no doubt about it. Um, uh, but you know, this has been the great thing about this whole season. You know, we've been fighting through a lot of injuries on our football team, so it's been giving our guys a lot of opportunities to get experience out there. So um, there's no play, honestly, that I don't think uh, some of these other guys like Jeremy Bernard, Denzel Boston, um, Giles Jackson. I mean, they they all can be in on every single type of play. So. Luckily for us, I mean, we don't have to play J-Mac the entire game. We can rotate a lot of guys in there and play a lot of guys. So that's what we do, and and we will do that this game. So I don't think going forward, um, regardless of how healthy J-Mac is, we would play him an entire football game. That's just not where we're at as a a group right now Mm -hmm. in the receiver room. We're going to really try to give a lot of guys opportunities. Great stuff. Thanks, man. Thank you. This is as hostile of an atmosphere as I think you will face over the last couple of years. They're motivated not just by what they've got at stake, but also just final Pac-12 home game at at Oregon State all time. Can you talk about what um, you need out of your guys in order to thrive in that environment? I think that that is exactly what we need. We need every bit of it. Um, I don't know if you guys saw at Michigan State, I mean, their fans are on the sideline talking trash to our players, especially the wideouts. And all that did was motivate us in a way that was unprecedented. We really, truly uh, thrive in these types of environments. When our back are against the wall, that, that, that's when we are, we're at our best. And um, so my, my hope and prayer is that when we get there, they're as rowdy and vicious. And, and I want them to know names of our players, talk bad about their parents, talk bad about their girlfriends. All right, give us every single piece of motivation that's going to allow us to play our best because we're going to need it. Good. How are you guys? Good. Good. So, Rome was asked yesterday about the free derby campaign, and obviously it doesn't look like he's going to be able to play just because the NCAA didn't give him that chance this year. But what have you seen from him on the scout team and just his mental sort of approach to the season as, as it's gone along? Yeah, I don't think it's changed. You know what I mean? He's... Uh... He's just been waiting to, to, you know, for the clearance off of it, and, and he's stayed ready the entire time. Days when, you know, we can bring him down and get him reps and make sure that we keep him uh, fresh as far as some of our game plan stuff and, and uh, you know, making sure that he gets some reps so that he's getting developed. And when he goes down there, I think, you know, all the reports have been good. He's down there, you know, obviously working against two really good tackles and getting better there with, with his uh, fundamentals off of it. So I've been happy with his approach. Like, he's, he's using it as, uh, you know, um, you know, it is what it is type of deal, and I'm just going to take every day, like, whatever the situation is and make the most of it. And I just think that's the right way his mindset has been. And obviously he's hoping that he can get some answers here and, and, and uh, you know, maybe be, able to have, maybe be able to play, you know, these last few games. But if not, I think, you know, he understands that, hey, man, I still got to – I can't control that part of, 
what's going on. I can only control my effort and my attitude, and he's done a good job of making sure both of those are top-notch. Is there a little blessing in disguise that knowing you guys you're going to have to replace next season that he's been able to still see them and, and basically learn from them and release all that tension next year? I mean, we'd like to have him playing, you know what I mean? So I wouldn't say it's a blessing in disguise. I think he could help our football team, and, and uh, you know, it's just unfortunate kind of the timing of how everything worked out. And, and uh, you know, obviously, we, like I said before, we can't control that stuff. We're doing everything on, you know, in our power that we can do to, to um, you know, try to make an argument in a case that he deserves to play. And, and, and you just, you know, you're, you can't control what those decisions are, so you just... You, um, you live with it, and you just make sure that, uh, that he's developing and, and that he's in a good spot. And I think, like I said, mentally, you know, he's, he's approached it, you know, just as about as mature as you can approach it. And I've been really pleased with him, and he's getting better here yet every day. What did you guys see? And, you know, obviously uh, Daniel Nagata just stepping in in the kick return role, you know, hadn't been doing that earlier. But it seems like he's kind of found a little something there. Did you guys have an inkling that he – he did a little bit of that before, that he had something there that he could, you know, contribute. Yeah, we played against him a year ago, you know, at Arizona State. He was one of the one of the leaders in the conference just uh, as far as kick return um, average. So, uh, you know, I think he does have some confidence back there doing it. Um, you know, he's uh, he's got a good combination of speed. He'll hit it, um, and then he can break some tackles too, which we think is always – you know, important in kick return a lot of times. If you can break a tackle and, and run through some arm tackles and, and guys that are kind of uh, coming at uh, at side angles and and, uh, and be able to break those tackles, then you got an opportunity to be able to get up the sideline or get to the field. And, and uh, I thought he had two, like, you know, really, you know, in a close game like that, like field position and how well, like, you know, if you look at the start of, of where we started compared to where they started after every kickoff or kickoff return, like, that was a huge deal. I think it was right around seven yards difference in the game, which is a big number. So it was, uh, it was a big piece of, uh, of the field position battle when you're in a close game. I've asked you about this before, but just the consistency of your guys' coverage units in terms of like bringing an attitude to that, uh, it seems like not, obviously not, not every team in the country has that, has that kind of belief and that kind of buy-in. How, how did you guys sort of instill that over time? Well, I think it's, you know, your leaders and the guys that are, you know, um, running down. And, and I think it – you know, those guys, first of all, have taken, uh, you know, some ownership in it. And I think, it, it you know, whenever guys like that do it, it, it bleeds down into into everybody else in, um, you know, in our program. And we've sold it that way, too. Like, even some of our top guys that we might not be using on, on special teams, like, we think we owe it to owe it to those guys that they got to know the techniques and, and the fundamentals of that because, you know, when they get to the next level, like, that's how they're going to get their start. You know, they're going to have to be on special teams. They're going to have to know that stuff. So, I think guys understand that, just, the, you know, the job description part of it. And then, like I said before, um, I think our, our older players and our leaders understand the importance of it. And then, you know, we started out the season with some big hits and some guys making plays and the excitement just started to build, I feel like, from there. And then it was, you know, it was kind of a badge of honor. And it was, uh, you know, guys wanted to, to uphold the standard there. And, you know, not only the kickoff part of it, I think, the, you know, our guys have done a good job so far, knock on wood. we got some really good returners that, we're playing this week and in the future yet, but you know we—I don't know if there's been a—we've given up a yard yet on kick on any punt. You know, what I mean, throughout the entire season, I don't think there's been a return or for any yardage yet at this point right now. So it's been good. You know, the guys like Drew Fowler running down their Bruners running down our missiles have done a good job. You know, our punters have, you know, done a good job of putting it in certain spots where you know, I mean, forcing fair catches. All that stuff ties together. And, you know, sometimes that's the stuff that you don't talk about um, in winning football, but it's definitely, I think, you know. Those are stats that championship teams seem to seem to be really good at year in and year out.